The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Yes, sir. We are back, and it's another day of Paper Route. I'm your host, Brandon Marshall, a.k.a. The Beast, a.k.a. Bad News. <laughs> what does Donald Trump say? What they say? Uh, fake news. <laughs> Everybody think I'm reporting fake news. Why would I do that? You got some people really questioning me right now. It's crazy. It's crazy. But anyways, we got Andrew out west. We got BC in the booth. You, you. Uh, fellas. I miss What's you good, guys. B? I'm over here abroad. I'm in, in Madrid. Madrid is beautiful. Having a beautiful time. Uh, the week is going by fast. It feels just like yesterday where I was at the Super Bowl. Did that tell you guys that I uh, went to the Super Bowl? Did that tell you guys that? Did I think I mention you mentioned that? that. I think you mentioned that. I, I think you might have mentioned okay. that. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. I couldn't remember But, but guys, before before we jump in the show, I do want to do this, man. I don't want to banter too much. Um and, and and honestly, I don't know how I feel about it, you know, because it feels like this is something um, that is a part of our culture now. It's a part of our world, especially in America, which is unbelievable. But, you know, Super Bowl Sunday, big day for the Chiefs. Um, to follow that big win up, you know, obviously tradition is to, you know, have a parade back at home. And so in Kansas City, uh, just like everyone else, you know, we're, we're following uh, what's going on there but and what happened there. But 22, I believe it was 22 people shot another mass shooting, another mass shooting. So I believe it's 22 at this point that they're reporting, uh, 10 are children and one did. Um, guys, I'm gonna be honest. You know, I, I I really don't know what to say here. It's just uh, it's scary, it's frightening, and it's it's interesting because um, actually, when I got to the Super Bowl, I don't know who I was with, but I was walking around. I was like, yo, I'm I'm not paying attention, right? Like I felt too free, too open. I'm like mm-hmm. a big crowd, you know, a lot of people here, 
There's a lot going on in the world right now. I need to be on my P's and Q's. And so fast forward to this parade and there's another mass shooting. It's just ridiculous, man. It's scary. Um, you know, or you, know, you think about your loved ones leaving the house every single day. You don't know what can happen. Our children going to schools. So thoughts and prayers uh, for everyone involved and people who are fighting for their lives right now and those we lost. It's just an unbelievable time in the world, man. Definitely, definitely. You said it, Beam. A time supposed to be for celebration and mm -hmm. jubilation for, you know, the Chiefs and winning a parade and this happens. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, it's just wild that this is becoming the new normal or like we're just so desensitized to it. It's like, ah, another shooting. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's yeah. Can, can you imagine like, can you, can you imagine like, you know, what may be going through everybody's minds that were like around and experience this the players yeah. it's just terrible 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 man um we gotta I find a better guess, way to deal with our frustrations man or whatever that is it's just not right you know you're taking it out on innocent folks and in this case you know god rest the person who passed away but you're just shooting carelessly at 10 children right like that's kids bro yeah i don't yeah. know i'm kind of speechless on stuff like this I don't even know how to react sometimes. Yeah, I just got to, I think it's just important for us to not become numb to it. Um, I know a lot of people want to change the laws, gun laws, uh, you know, so Which we'll that's see. That's a whole conversation in its own. Yeah, right? that, you know, and there's too much becomes, money involved to feel like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, like, come on, man, that's, it's a big industry. So we'll see what happens. But look, uh, prayers up. Um, you know, not a lot going on in sports right now, um, but we do have some topics. We do have some stories. And later on in this show, we we will uh, promo, preview um, our Mobile One series, Behind the Drive. Then also I want to go through a little exercise where it's called Two Early Predictions, Andrew. So later on in the show, I want to go do some Two Early Predictions. I want to go through every single division. And all three of us, myself, you, and BC, we have to pick who's going to win it, all right? So is that cool with you? That's cool with me. Yep. You know my picks are the best picks. All right, so where are we going to start? Where are we going to start? Let's, so, let's get to it. Let's get to it, guys. So there's a new Apple TV documentary coming out soon that details the Patriots dynasty through the eyes of the owner, coach, and star QB. And there's one particularly interesting quote from Brady that is getting attention. Brady said, me and Coach Belichick, we did what we loved for 20 years together. But I wasn't going to sign another contract with the Patriots based on how things had gone. I wasn't going to sign up for more of it. We, we know the infamous report that Belichick wanted to keep Jimmy G over Brady, but Robert Kraft decided to keep Brady and ship Jimmy to San Fran. So given all this info, is it fair to say Belichick screwed up the end of the Pats dynasty? No, I don't think he screwed it up. I mean, I mean, you, you, do we think that they could have gotten another one? You know, Brady leaves, oh, yeah. takes his talents down to Tampa, uh, finds another one. I, I don't know if the Patriots would have been in position to win another one. Their defense wasn't as good as... 
uh, Todd Bowles-led defense. They were top five defense at the time. Um, offensively, you know, obviously, you know, you had a, a, a banged-up Julian Edelman, banged-up Gronk. You know, even when Gronk went to Tampa, you know, I guess he contributed a little bit, but it wasn't that big of a difference. I think he gave Brady a little bit of security and stability there, so familiarity. But I, I don't know if it stopped. Look, it it was 20 years, bro. Like, what do you call that? Is that, I mean, what's, what is the dynasty? I, when I think dynasty, I think 10 years, right? So what do you call what they were able to do there? Shit comes to an end. Why, why can't we just accept that some things come to an end, relationships, like say all the time, people married 25, 30 years, like what the hell, y'all gonna get divorced now? It happens, <laughs> it yeah. happens, yeah. it happens. And he did a phenomenal job, like instead of, you know, I, I just I just tend to be one of those dudes that wanna, that, that, that wanna lean towards celebrating Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and everything they were able to do. And it, it's hard as a competitor, like and being in a division when I played for the Dolphins, when I played for the Jets, it's like you you knew it was like, shit, we really don't have a chance to win this division. So I'd rather celebrate all the amazing things they did than talk about, you know, all the the nonsense over the last couple of years. Um sometimes it just runs its course. It's a it's a it's a it's a tough environment to be in. You're talking about $10 billion industry and got multi-million dollar athletes, coaches making millions of dollars, a lot of egos. And uh, I would say they're lucky that it lasted this long. It's a blessing that it lasted this long. That's my thoughts on this. But I am interested. I am interested, uh, Andrew, uh, to watch. You know, I want to hear. Oh, I want to. I, I want to hear some of these stories. Direct. Hopefully, they lean into it. If they're really if they're really opening up and being honest, like mm-hmm. what really happened between Brady and Belichick? Cause we still don't know. All we keep saying is what, like, you know, you go back 10 years and talk about Jimmy G or however long it was, they wanted to trade uh, Brady and, and keep Jimmy G. Right. And then it was at the end, what happened at the end? Tell us. So hopefully they dive into that. Yeah. Agree. And let's be honest. Jimmy G did make it to a Super Bowl after that. So it's not like Belichick was completely wrong, but, on the flip side, mm-hmm. Tom Brady also made it to another Super Bowl. But I get your point. Like, the team might have not been as strong, but, you know, going back to those rumors with Brady always throwing to mailmen and milkmen and all that stuff, you don't think Brady had one more in him? If they well, first off, together? Brady was not throwing to mail. M- I know he wasn't, but that was, <laughs> that was always the way they <laughs> talked about him. You're talking to milkmen Listen. and... I don't know that that team was just set up better, right? You know, mm-hmm. just the receivers that they had, uh, you know, that defense that was a big thing. You know, it really, it was Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles should be should have been an MVP of that team. You know, at the end, you know, running through, who was it? Uh, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and there was one other quarterback all to win the Super Bowl. Like, look at everybody they beat in the playoffs. And then look at who they beat in the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers, I think. So it was Aaron, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, uh, for sure. It was Drew Brees, for sure. One other cat, Uh I believe, in the NFC, maybe. And then there was Patrick Mahomes, like Mm -hmm. that. And and look how they beat him too, convincingly. So I I just don't, I just don't know. I I I don't think those last couple years the Patriots was scaring anybody, but you you know. 
you never know with the Patriots and Bill Belichick. You never know. But it seemed like maybe that's when Bill Belichick started losing a little bit. Couldn't get mm-hmm. the guys that he wanted to get. Couldn't cut the cut the bait soon enough on some of the guys. Like, that was his magic. Well, remember, he got but, overstepped by the ownership, so he couldn't really do much there. Let, let me ask you guys this, though. What do you what do you think about having to have 18 different subscriptions nowadays? Like what I mean is now you have to have Peacock, you have to have Netflix, you have to have Hulu, you have to have Apple TV, you have to have HBO Max. Like you have to have every single thing to watch these shows. I I don't put much into it cuz I don't subscribe to any of that stuff. Like I'm I need to start embracing technology more and all these streaming platforms. But like I got YouTube TV um netflix that's pretty much all i watch um if i'm watching anything so you know it's crazy i can't keep up bro i can't keep up with all these platforms i can't keep up with all these uber dashes and all these damn i can't keep up it's too much i'm too old (laughs) you ain't too old you got goggles coming out the reason you're not too old bring it up is because you, you got to stay with the times, B. You got to stay with the times. <laughs> don't don't get stuck, man. You're never too old. All bro. right, so te- so what <laughs> subscriptions do you have? Me? I'm shit. Yeah. I, I got them all. I'm a Hulu, uh, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Uh, 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 I had Peacock. You know, sometimes I just get the, the, the trial, see what it is hitting for. <laughs> I got Apple TV because they got, you know, some new shows and stuff like that. So, yeah, I... It does become a little uh, cumbersome, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, it's just like, oh, you got to have a login for this one to watch this show and this show. So, yeah, we got to figure out a better way. But, I mean, before it was cable, we was complaining about that. Now you want to stream on demand? This is what you got to do. You got to have to go so, over here, here, and there. So you use what platform for what? Um, like, why, why, why Peacock? Why Hulu? Hulu, well, Hulu I was on there because Snowfall. FX is there, so I would watch Snowfall, The Mayans, Sons of Anarchy. The, so okay. certain shows that I'm into, that's why. Not really necessarily that I really give a damn about the uh, the streaming service per se, but they might have a show specifically that I want to watch, and the only way to watch it is to have that streaming platform. So right, right. You know, that's 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 the only thing. But so, okay, as soon as so I'm done watching it, I, I'm canceling. <laughs> Okay, I'm out of there. It's Netflix, Net, Netflix is still king. Netflix is king, though. I still, yeah, I keep yeah, my Netflix, Netflix no, no matter what. Um, Amazon Prime is pretty good because you can get a lot of um, shows, and then you can get the other, the the other stations in there, stars and all this other. It's a lot, but you know, I heard something. I heard something last week where there was going to be a few of these people coming together. They've already done that, like Viacom brought all theirs together, Disney. Um, ESPN, da 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 da. Um, I think there's going to be another merger here soon. Everybody trying to there is everybody trying to take down Netflix. What is it? Well, there's I'm 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 looking for it. I, I thought I had it saved here, but there was a not really so much a merger, but there's a deal. They just uh, finalized a deal to where all these sports, all this you can get all your sports. So the packages, so FS1, ESPN, TNT. Everything, all of that is going to be in one package so that you can watch it because sometimes you can't get the games or you can't watch NFL because you don't have this uh, NFL network. So there was a, um, it was something that was passed recently that they just finalized the deal to where it's a 
one package and you're going to get your FS1, you're going to get your ESPN. Because like me, I don't watch FS1. I don't know what channel it's on. I don't care. <laughs> like I, I just, ESPN is king to me. You know what I mean? But maybe now yeah. if I get that package, I'll be more inclined to watch an FS1 or, uh, or whatever. Maybe you're more inclined to watch a TNT basketball game on a Tuesday. or right. You know what I mean? So um, I was trying to find the actual deal, but I know it was something that was finalized just recently, maybe within the last couple of weeks. They were talking about it, and so you know they're trying to uh, streamline <laughs> the streaming, streaming of sports. Streamline <laughs> of sports. It's but too much, man. Almost Andrew, like why'd you bring this up though? Like this came out of nowhere. I'm sorry. I, I know I kind of went out of left field, but the reason why is because there's times where I go and I'm like, oh, what's on Netflix? Ah, oh, you know what? There's that new show on Hulu, but there's that last thing I wanted to watch on HBO. But the game is on on YouTube TV. Like, it just feels like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I'm going all over the place. And, and, and based on what BC just said, we're kind of going back towards cable. Now that we're bundling everything back up, you know, the biggest difference is obviously we couldn't just walk outside and watch the game in a, at the park um, when you had original cable. But I just think it's insanity. Like, and, and because of that, like, things like this, right, this Apple TV documentary, going back to this with Brady and Bel- Belichick, um, if I don't subscribe to that, I'll probably never be able to watch it. And, you know, every one of these subscription services costs 10 to $20 each. Right. So by the time I turn around and buy this, let's say I don't find anything else interesting on Apple TV. Now what? So you gotta right. go, you know, you that's gotta my go ninth subscription. You just got to go stream shopping. Stream shopping. Stream shopping. <laughs> Yo, I can, I can only imagine how how much some of y'all are paying for these subscriptions every month. It's unbelievable. And you said you only have What two? happened to reading books? Anybody else? Anybody still reading books? Yeah, audio right books. Audio books. I let the books talk to me. Fuck all I let the books talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> what book are you reading, BC? Um, Right now, I am... Or, or, or listening to... Yeah, what you listening to? Right now, I'm listening to Tony Robbins' Money Master the Game. So okay, that's nice. Seven simple dope, dope, steps dope. to financial freedom. That's what I'm on Be, right now. You reading anything? Uh, well, actually, I, I ain't even gonna lie. I am listening to a book, uh, and I should have finished it for January. I'm in a little book club right now, and um, supposed to be one book a month. And it's the power of now is what we started with in in January. So I need to so, finish that, complete that, so I can move on to the next. I read that. Yeah, power of this now. It's up, okay. It's up. good. I mean, it's really good. It's really good. But I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really what I need to be reading and what I really want to read is anything on finance, um, you know, anything like that, like how to master managing P and Ls, things like that. Like I'm really leaning towards that part of business imprints. So, look, man. I got to finish this book and then I go to the next. What's up? What else we got going on? We got cooking, Andrew. I'm sorry, guys. I'm having a little delay on my side here. What's next? What what are we talking about? I got you. I got you. I can hear you now. Um, So next, guys, we're going to switch it over to basketball. We're going to get out of the field, go on to the court. Um, Don't look now, but the Lake Show is hot. L.A. has won six of their last seven games, and Anthony Davis said after last night's win that the team is finding their identity. 
saying they want to be a fast-paced team that is tenacious on the defensive end. Do you trust AD and LeBron can take this team deep in the playoffs? BC, what do you think? You're a basketball expert. I'm going to say no to that. Um, what they did last year, I believe, uh, was, a, to me, uh, overachievement. Uh, them overachieving, excuse me. Um, I just don't believe in the Lakers. I don't. I mean, Le- LeBron is too old, and AD didn't hold up his end of the, the bargain. You know, you're going back to the bubble. That was a beautiful moment, right? Like, in the bubble, I'm like, yo, LeBron might catch Jordan. Like, he's going to be able to morph into that Magic Johnson-type role where he's the point guard and he's putting everybody else in position. He can just lean into his leadership skills and pushing guys and getting everything he needs out of his teammates. And AD's going to be able to carry the load. And that hasn't happened. Like, he is balling. What you say, BC, is averaging 25 points yeah. a game. So it's better, but it's, it's he's not – we thought, like, how Joker is dominating – and Embiid is dominating. That's what we we expected out of AD. Right. And 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 you're just not getting that. And nowadays you need three dogs in the NBA if you want to have a chance. If you ain't got three, it's over with for you. Yeah. I don't trust them. Oh, so they're in the trust. Then then the can't trust them bucket, huh? Yeah, put them in the BC's <laughs> can't trust them bucket. And and it sucks. It sucks, man, because you know I feel like damn, man. Braun got so has so much basketball left in him after the after the bubble, and it's like in the right situation he could have easily caught MJ. You know, I know he might yeah. be sick over there, like sitting here playing with him. <laughs> it's, you, but you know, he's lying, a good bro. teammate. He be lying. saying all the right things too. Yeah, yeah, he got the, he's saying all the right things. You could tell he's a little frustrated sometimes, but he's like, yeah. I rock with the guys here in the locker room. <laughs> this is my team. He's going to say the right things now, you know. LeBron is with very towel on. PC when it comes to the locker room. But, right. yeah, definitely. You I trust him, BC? I don't I don't trust him. I mean, I'll be honest, though. They will get hot. They will maybe upset maybe. someone in the playing tournament, maybe, depending. I don't know. I do trust them to get a little hot, get into the playoffs, the play-in tournament. If they get into the actual playoffs, yeah. You know, Bron, he loves that seven-game series, slow it down. He's going to, you know, you give him a chance now, he's going he's gonna to go at it. But that's as far as it goes. I think they get to, like, It's just round. not enough, bro. Yeah, it's not enough. Even they don't have enough. Look at look at last year. with the LeBron, I think, last year, if I can recall, in the postseason, he was averaging, like, 22. It's not good enough. It was something like that. I, I mean, you know, I might... 22 is good, but you need – it's the others. No. As, Sha- as Shaq would yeah. say, you need the others. You're not expecting LeBron to go in there and drop 30 a game every, for five straight games. That's not his That's not his game anymore. You ha- The other guys need to actually show up, his shooters. AD has to produce, show up. It's like LeBron is not going to carry – the team himself all the way to the chip he barely did that when he was at the top of his game he wasn't carrying them to the championship by himself he had to go get with teams that can you know had players you know what i mean that that whole thing another subject another conversation so you definitely now at 39 are not expecting lebron to go in here and just will his team all the way to the championship he needs other players Uh, and he needs that not that he needs other players he needs his team to be the team you know what i'm saying if that makes sense like he's not going to do it by himself so 
That's right. You know, everybody else has and to it, show up. The others. It, it's a wrap. It's a wrap for them boys. Yeah. I would definitely say the biggest lie in this is fast-paced team. At this age, y'all think that LeBron and AD could create a fast-paced team? I would say no. up-tempo, but not fast-paced. No, they could they could play, you know, at a faster pace. But then again, all of that slows down in the playoffs. You know what I mean? It's It gets very defensive. Well, well I was going to say, VC, as you bring that up, Sorry to cut you off there, but I actually have a game I want you guys to play where the scenarios of playoff series are going to be in question. So, like, if I told you these teams were facing off with L.A. right now, I want you guys to tell me who wins, right? Mm -hmm. So, Lakers, uh, Lakers, say that again. No, I see where you, you, you brought up that fast pace thing because you, you, you saw Anthony Davis comments after they beat the Jazz. Well, no, well, that was it's, part of it's his not, statement. It's not, it's not what we can be, but it is who we are. Davis said after putting up 37 points and 15 rebounds against the Jazz, we're starting to establish that we're going to be a fast-paced team, a team that likes to get into the paint, get to the line, but also be tenacious on the defensive end, creating that identity for what we have to be moving forward. All right, we'll see, Mr. A.D., Maybe I need to start putting some respect on his name, 37 and 15. We're going to look back on this year, BC, and be like, yo, he did put it together. I mean, he's solid. Yeah, AD is not – he's not trash by no means. He's not like – but he's not – he should be the alpha right now on that team, carrying it, and then you got a guy like LeBron James to pass to. Not everybody right. has a LeBron James on their team. You know he's going to do what he got to do, but AD has to be the man. You know right. what I mean? LeBron's in that so, stage now where he's he's the helper, but he's a damn good help. Like he's the the best helper you're gonna find. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, guys. Right. Do do you think LeBron is making AD have almost like a crutch? Like he doesn't want to explode because of LeBron? Nah, I'm sure. Well, he is. Well, you gotta look at the year he's having. Twenty five points. That's that's a yeah. Twenty five and balling. twelve. He's averaging a double double. So it's yeah, not like yeah, he's, he's balling. He's not deferring to LeBron. It's just again. No, no, no. I guess what I'm saying is he thinks of LeBron as LeBron, the king, the dis, right? Do you think that's like stopping him from wanting to take over? Not no, I, they've already no? had that conversation. Right. You heard LeBron say something publicly where it was, you know, this is AD's team, right? You know what I mean. So that yeah, conversation is already AD had. To understand that. Right, and I think this is the year where he finally understood that. Like, I, I okay. feel like LeBron probably wanted this to happen two years ago. Right. And maybe not be the guy, but, like, damn, bro, you got to be consistent. Mm -hmm. You know, you two hit or miss. Yeah, because you, you put it together. You do your thing. I'm LeBron. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up. I'm going to give you – just put me in position. I'm going to make it happen for you. You know what I'm saying? I'll bring it home. But he can't be the one that's like – trying to drive the, the the train himself like that's that's not gonna work so guys let's get into some some scenarios so seven game nba series we're gonna pin the lakers against four teams and i want you guys to tell me what you think uh as far as who wins mm -hmm. so lakers I'm gonna let bc start this off go ahead All you right, said so what before we started off no no i'm gonna let bc i'm gonna let b go oh you're gonna let bc go first late. okay yeah. All right, so Lakers versus Clippers, seven-game series. Who wins? Right see. now, Clippers. 
the Clippers. Ooh, that sounds confident. It ain't too. even going to it ain't even going to a seven game yeah. series. I don't think. Nah. What are you thinking? Seven, four, it ain't five, going seven games. Five, five, six. Okay, that's, that's probably being Same generous. Same Ah. Oh, he's Damn. a gentleman sweep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's a gentleman sweep. All right. Next up is the Phoenix Suns. Ah. Five. <laughs> I said BC is gonna go down. When I'm going first. <laughs> <laughs> the Suns. I'm calling I'm gonna, out the W. I'm going with the Suns. I'm going with the Suns. And how many games? If they're healthy. In. I can see the Lakers Suns going seven. Actually. Okay. What? Here's the, the the thing is the Suns. I they're good. I like them. Everybody has to be healthy and they have to be clicking. That's I guess that's the one caveat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is the Suns, but I think the Lakers could. I think the Lakers could take them to a six seven game series. Something about okay. the Suns. I'm not totally. I'm not. I'm not there yet. Ready to give it to them just yet. They're looking good though, but. Bottom line, the Suns come out on top in that in that series. If we're just saying mm. wins losses, five, five, in and five, you, five, and you saying the Suns, right? It's too much, man. KD and and Devin Booker is too is way too much, bro. It's, it's way too much. It's the others I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah, Bill. Well, yeah, Bill. I mean, you don't, come on now. If they're healthy at the top yeah, of their game, they're definitely getting them out of there. But I see the Lakers pulling out a, a game or two. All right, guys, this might be the easiest one. I don't know. Uh, But the T-Wolves, seven-game series, who wins? Right now, this season, I'll say Minnesota. But they don't quite have the experience that the Lakers have. So that that might hold them back a little bit. They still a little wet behind the ears. I don't think I can completely trust the Wolves yet. So, yeah, I could see the Lakers possibly upsetting upsetting the Wolves. How many games? That would go seven. Okay. Okay. That would go. What seven. about you, B? Seven games. Because I can't trust, I can't trust the Timberwolves. Yeah. Oh, they ain't got no trust, trust them. bucket. I can't trust <laughs> them. Trust I trust yet. Anthony Edwards. Yeah. I trust him. They don't got the. Experience. I don't trust. Can't trust them yet. Right. We gonna you see. Gotta be able to trust the whole squad. All right. I think I know the answer for both of you on this one. Might be a a broomstick coming out, but seven game series versus the Nuggets. Nuggets getting them out of there quick. Quick. <laughs> Quit. With a broomstick, <laughs> get the broomstick, get the mop, get whatever you want. <laughs> Nuggets getting them out of there quick, quickly. Man, that's gonna be a demolish. Quickly, and this is all. Everybody's healthy. These takes everybody's healthy. That's good. Uh, Suns, yeah, they they beat the Suns. Nuggets to get them out of there. They just passed that ball. You see what they did to them boys last season. It ain't gonna get no better from that. So, yeah, yeah. B. Yeah, I'm with BC on this. You know, bro, watching the Nuggets last year was unbelievable. Like, you know, in a postseason, I mean, would they lose like one game, two games at home? It's like it's almost impossible in that environment to go in there and win. 
they seemed unstoppable. Remember that one moment where Joker hit a three in, in, in AD's face and AD just laughed. He was like, there's nothing I can do. Like He, he was literally like, there's nothing yeah. I could do. Like, just straight hopeless. Yeah. So, nah, bro, it's they might get swept. For sure. For sure. They By the way, they it. only lost four games in the entire playoffs last. Another uh, question is who they going who they going to beat in the play if they stay in the play in. If they they got to get they got to get through the play in to get to the playoffs again this year. So, you know, yeah, I mean, the Warriors. There, there's a, there's a lot there's a lot of basketball left and it's like the West you know, you're talking about teams 5, 6 games behind. So, it it really it, it really is going to come down to who's going to get hot down the stretch. Mm-hmm. So it ain't like it's it's a far-fetched thing for the Lakers to get hot or any of these teams to get hot. Like, there's not one team that's just like, okay, this is ours. Right. Yeah. So. Well, fellas, let's switch it over to the football field again where we want to talk a little bit of Saquon. So me and BC, as Giants fans, this is for us. But we want to know where he's going to play next season. Um, Now you can bet on it. And according to DraftKings, the Giants still remain the favorite to keep Saquon in New York. However, it it, it is getting interesting after that. The Texans have the next best odds, then the Chargers, followed by Chicago, Philly, and Baltimore. The Giants are reportedly going to let Saquon test free agency, but are open to bringing him back. But if you are Saquon, where do you want to play next season? Well, okay, so Saquon Barkley uh, in New York, I felt like that was probably part of the agreement last year, just gentlemen's agreement. Look, you take this deal, we're not going to franchise you, franchise tag you next year. Um, I would like to see Saquon stay in New York, uh, adding a high-powered wide receiver through the draft uh, or free agency, maybe both, and then going to get, uh, you know, a Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins type quarterback. That's what I would like to see happen. If that doesn't happen, you know, Philly, I mean, they have Swift. Why would they make this move? Uh, mm-hmm. Although they started off using him and then all of a sudden they got away from that Swift I'm talking about in Philly. Baltimore is a is a cool destination. Saquon, I can see him in that offense, but I would really like to see Saquon in the Dallas Cowboys uh, uniform. That's really where I would like to see him. If Boo. he leaves. Yeah. Man, when did you become such a Cowboys fan, man? You were just saying Derrick Henry. Well, we talk about fits. I like Derrick Henry there, too. But now you got Saquon Barkley also going to be on the market. That's a great fit for him, too. I'm taking a look at both of them. But if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I'll probably lean more towards Saquon if the price is right than uh, Derrick Henry. Okay, okay. I just I'm yeah, just I, in disbelief of how much of a Cowboys fan you've become this past. No, six no, months. no, no. Just football, just straight football talk. Because there's, you know, we got to balance it out. Everybody bashing the Dallas Cowboys, but when you take away all the commentary and the storylines, and you just look at the roster, and you just look at the landscape of the nfl and their division it's like they're in really good position absolutely it's on them to overcome all that paper champs all that trash <clears throat> yeah paper champs <clears throat> yeah <laughs> nah, <laughs> saquon gotta stay in new york man uh, well, to, speaking of Cowboys that boys and lose for what 
Y- y'all, y'all want Saquon back? I'll take Saquon back. I'll take Saquon. My only, my only concern is, you know, he's always injured and shit like that. But, yeah, I'm keeping Saquon. If I'm the Giants, I'm holding on to Saquon. I mean, yeah, unless you could fighter, show me some, unless you can show me his replacement that's going to be better than him. And then you can tell me, show me a guy that you're going to come in, that you're going to bring in that's going to do better than he is. Right. I'm, I'm holding on to Saquon. That's Thanks. it. You know? Yeah. So, guys, do you do you think the Giants are going to be bad next year with or without Saquon? I wouldn't say they're going to be bad. You, you you don't know, man. You know, nowadays you can really turn over your entire team in the offseason and get a lot of work done. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with Brian Dayball, can they – can they go get a quarterback or can they bring back uh, a healthy Danny Dimes and, you know, with the right pieces around him, you know, what can they look like? Right. So no, I don't think that I don't, I, I'm not ready to say that they're going to be terrible, but they got a lot of work to do. You know, it looks, it looks that way. Like right. And before free agency, the draft, right. Second wave of free agency, it looks that way, but we'll see. And we'll find out quickly how aggressive they're going to be in getting this thing back on track. To me, the biggest thing I think they need to do or address is that offensive line. Those quarterbacks had no time to throw right. the ball. Danny Dimes, when he was in there healthy, he was getting crushed. You know what I mean? DeVito at the end, like we were letting too many sacks happen, too many rush passes. I think the O-line – if they can shore up that O-line, then we can really see what Danny Dimes can do. Give him some time right. back there. You know what I mean? If he's always scrambling, he's always on the run, we can't see shit. So I want to see mm-hmm. that O-line shored up, get a, a like B said, get a, a, a threat, get an ill wide receiver or something, put him out there, and then bring Saquon back if he wants to come back and see what you got there you know what i mean but we got to give the quarterback some time to throw it was just too many sacks too many rush passes it was like oh my god we can't even get a whole execute a full play out here what's your guys thoughts on our other options like waller hyatt do you have any high hopes i like i like hyatt i like i like waller no those are those are great that yeah i mean got great pieces around I mean, they got they got some cool they got some cool pieces, but they need to go get that main wide receiver. They need to make sure that they do the right thing at the quarterback position. Um, Brian Dayball, but they got like again, they got a lot of work. They got a lot of work. They got a lot of work to do because they lose their defensive coordinator as well. They traded they trade away right before the trade deadline. Big Cat Leonard Williams. It's a lot of work they got to do to get back to where. They were when Brian Dayball first came in. Mm-hmm. No, agreed, agreed. I think we have some options, but it's just we're just not on the right accord. Um, but guys, it's time to talk some hoops again, and we're gonna play that game we played, I believe, yesterday or the day before, which was start, bench, cut. But this time in the NBA, today we are looking at arguably the three best big men in the NBA: Giannis, the Joker, and Philly's Joel. Now, we know Embiid is hurt, but let's assume all three guys are 100% healthy for this game. Start, bench, cut. Jokic, Giannis, Embiid. Mm. Mm. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, listen. That's tough. Ooh. That's tough. I'm, start, I'm starting Jokic. Wow. 
I'm starting. I can tell BC stumped by this. <laughs> Damn, because it depends on what I'm you starting. Jokic benching and B cutting Giannis, and that's hard. Godly. I know. <laughs> Every time we do this, it's, it's like a stumped question. Yeah, that's a tough This one. might be the hardest one. I mean, I'm starting Jokic, obviously, because of the other things that he brings. He passes better than mm-hmm. the other two. Um, shoots. He shoots better than the other two. So I'm definitely going with Jokic for a more all-around game. He's starting. Ah, the bench. <laughs> in the cut. Well, then you can say the same thing too. With look what Embiid was doing before he went down, and, and exactly. So that's why yeah, he I'm dropped seven. Benching Embiid and cutting Giannis. Though, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, Giannis it is still good. sound crazy though. He's good, but for a more all around game, because Embiid can he can pass a little. He'll shoot it. Um. He's just so dominant that mid range that you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Giannis ends up, and that's crazy to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's so wild. Jokic and Bead and Giannis is cut. That's wild, even saying it. But yeah, <laughs> you agree or you got a different list, B? No, that was my. I already did my list. I said uh, it's the same thing. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's crazy though, because Giannis can. Uh, but Giannis has but I can make an argument though, if I'm getting sort of the similar production from between Embiid and Jokic, I could make the argument that Giannis bench Giannis because he's gonna give us something different off the bench. He's gonna give us a little bit of more athleticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe more on the defensive side. Yeah, defensive end. Yeah. So yeah, I might switch that. I might but, have to switch that, but that's but tough. it's a good, it's a good thing that both of you chose Jokic because my next follow up question was going to be how big do you guys think the gap is between Jokic and the rest of the bigs right now? <laughs> like how I mean, both of you chose him as number one start. Damn. I mean, MB's doing this thing, and he's been doing this thing not only the last two years, but he's been doing it for you know, four years, five years. Like, mm-hmm. um, the only question is, can he consistently do it? Is he going to be on a, is he going to be on the floor? Mm-hmm. Um, man, I'm just going off of last year. That was a huge gap, bro. That was a huge gap until the end of, until this year is done. I'm just going to continue to go off of that huge gap. It wasn't even close. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Yeah. I mean, Embiid, yeah. I, Embiid and Jokic, again, like you said, a healthy Embiid could be more dominant and a better player than Jokic. Of consistently healthy, consistent Embiid can be. He has he has the tools. He really does have the tools. He can do it. He passes the ball, shoots the ball, mid-range jumper, inside post-up game, all that just Sheesh. Jokic is just hey. consistently all the time very hit. It's like triple doubles, double double, you know, every every second. That's the thing. And Bede, I don't think he's getting as many triple dubs and shit like that. So Jokic definitely is by far ahead of the other two. So are we kind of saying that Embiid is kind of 
going down that same pace as a Joe Burrow, like really good, but too injury prone. Well, what what we can't like, say, Joe he, Burrow, Joe Burrow, the Joe Burrow of the NBA. We no, well, we're not labeling Joe Burrow injury prone yet. Okay, right? We can't. We I I, I don't think that's the narrative yet. Now, if he comes back. And he's banged up again. Then season, yeah. you know that's going to be the commentary around Joe Burrow. But I wouldn't put that on Joe just yet. Well, I'm 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 just contemplating. Like, okay, you have all the talent in the world. We believe that when healthy, you can do it. But you can't defeat the injury gods. Mm-hmm. Some people have them. Some people don't. So it's like that's kind of why I got to that point because I'm I'm looking at him. I'm like he's definitely one of the most talented NBA stars, just like Joe Burrow's the most, one of the most talented NFL stars. Yeah. But you just, the injury gods, man, sometimes they got your call. He was balling this year and I, you know, up and like, you know, he, he tweaked his, his knee came back out and then he fell and someone stepped on his knee, fell on him. Mm-hmm. I, that, that was a freak accident. Yeah. That yeah. was a freak injury. So, no, no, no. Um, you know, like it be even last year, uh, you know, he was doing this thing last year. He won MVP. Right. So uh, he needs to mm. – and be straight, man. And be straight. This was a freak accident. This was a freak accident. Yeah, it was a freak accident. Freak injury. Yeah, injury, I got injury, you. Yeah. They're saying he's going to come back or he may come back for the postseason. I don't know if that's smart. Depends on when. Um. But yeah, if if not, rest him. Let him come back next season. Can't be wasting these prime years of Embiid because he's a big man. He's heavy. He's not. I, I don't see. He's not having no twenty year career. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like his yeah, fifteen, thirteen, maybe. You know what I mean? Like he's not right. going twenty. Um, definitely not. You know, so you got to get the most out of him while you can. Guys, let's talk a little bit about a big bag. Just real quick here. Um, I got some news that Amon St. Ramon, I believe that's how you say his name here. Apparently, he may be getting a big deal this offseason. We're looking at 25 mil per year for at least the next three years. What's your thoughts on that as he is a new um, receiver in the NFL? Yeah, so Amon St. Brown. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown. Sorry about that. Listen, he's one of those guys. He's dynamic because um, – He's in a slot, and the the way he's getting it done. I mean, you they, they move him around, they put him everywhere. But you know, this dude is dynamic, and we when we talk about the top wide receivers in the NFL, we really we rarely mention him. You know, the people who know know, and then he's definitely making a name for himself. But he's not mentioned with Devontae Adams and C.D. Lamb. Uh, the Tyree Kills, the Stephon Diggs of the world. He's not, but he's that dynamic. And, man, he's deadly. So I, I'm not surprised that this will be the going price for him. You know, that's the market now. You're talking about the top receiver making $30 million a year now. So for him to be at 25, that's a great deal for the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. And it's not only – it's not only – you know, what he's doing on the field and the production he's giving you, but it's like his leadership qualities. And, you know, he competes at a high level every single day in practice, the games. 
So this is a guy that you want in your locker room. He makes, he makes, he pushes everyone to be better. And that's what you want out of a guy like that, that you're going to pay $25 million a year to. What is this saying about Detroit? Like, do you, do you get the the feeling that they're on that process now of locking in all their, like, their, their, their picks, like the best people that they had from last season? No, this is when it gets tricky. When you you're a good team and your and your guys start balling out, right? You got to pay them, and you're not gonna be able to keep everybody. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Some of your biggest producers, your quarterback Golf, and then Brown, you have to pay them. So what does that do for the rest to the rest of the roster? Golf's yeah. due for a big contract. I mean, you still he's got about some to, time he's about to like get a rookies. contract. You ain't letting him go, and then you got your receiver. Yeah. Changes. How many more years would you give that team before, like well, you heard Dan Quinn? Quinn said he was crushed. He came in. He said, "Fellas, this might be the the last time we get this opportunity." He said, "What he said? Might not make it back." He was too might real. Might not make it back. Was, he, was was he too real in that moment, BC? Yeah, he was too real. He was too real. Yeah, a little bit. That, I don't know right. what you say in that moment. You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> the window, I how the window, man. You don't believe in your. You you kind of saying you don't even believe in your own team to make it back here. To make it back, that's right. right? And 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 to a lesser degree, you saying you don't believe in yourself to get them back here. That's that's wild, man. He shouldn't have said all of that, but right. I get it. He, I, I I get what he was trying to just. Be real, but he was too real right then. Yeah, I give him. I, I don't, I don't think. Don't I don't think they winning. have this amazing window. I don't. I don't think they have this amazing window. I think that, you know, they're one of those teams. Like I don't put them. I don't put them up there with like, like Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, where they were. Their windows down there shut. I feel like. Um, a couple of teams are like, okay, they got a window. With them, I just think that they're really good team, really, really, really good team, and they're they're, they're a team that could potentially get it done, you know, once in 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 this era. Like that's what I see them as. I don't see them turning into a team that's like the 49ers that's going to compete at a high level every single year. And be in the NFC Championship year after year after year after year. I, I, I just don't see that. I don't see that at all. So we'll see, man. There's a lot of football to talk about. Um, seeing what these guys going to do uh, in the off season. It's the new, the new league year starts here in about a month. Um, free agency. We'll see what happens with those guys. Guys, right now we're already talking about the free the 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 franchise tag Saquon Barkley uh, being told he won't be franchise tag T Higgins. There's some talk around T Higgins being um, franchise tag. So we will see. As you know, I am athlete is partnering with mobile one for our behind the drive series. And our latest guest is one of the best shutdown corners in the NFL and a budding superstar in Denver. Here's a little taste of our conversation with the Broncos, Patrick Sertan. The best thing about driving is just like the calmness of the ride, just enjoying, you know, every mile you take, you know, just looking at the scenery and 
Like every day when I wake up, you know, in Colorado, I see the mountains. For me, being from South Florida and coming to Colorado and seeing mountains, you know, instead of beaches, it just sort of helps me understand that there's more things to life. You look at it and it's like, man, I could be anywhere else, you know what I mean? But I'm just glad I get to see the world, what the world has to offer. Alright guys, make sure you catch more with Patrick Sertan and other content with I Am Athlete and Mobile Ones Behind the Drive. Check it out on the I Am Athlete YouTube page. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And guys, so going forward, there's been uh, some talk coming out of, well, not Dallas necessarily, but about Dallas and Dallas former player Tony Romo. And apparently he's saying, and BC, you could uh, emphasize the rest of the article for me, but um, he was saying that Dak basically won't be a winner at this point in his career in Dallas. Well, what it was, it was uh, Larry Fitzgerald was speaking on the Dallas Cowboys And uh, what he said was the reason the Cowboys replaced Tony Romo is because he couldn't win the big games. And I'm starting to see the same trend with Dak. So that was that was Larry Fitzgerald's take on the state of the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Yo, people really need to be people really need to listen to Larry Fitzgerald. Right. Because when he speaks like he don't do a lot. But when he speaks. He say he he say some <laughs> shit, man. And it's so interesting. Every time I hear something like this coming from him, is because he's a dude that has amazing relationships 
and he doesn't really want to rock the boat, right? And so it's cool when he talks uh, ball and he gives these type of takes because it, it's like counterculture to who he's always been. Um, but again, you know, Larry saying this, um, you know, I thought it was more about the injuries, right? Because Tony Romo at the end, the back, like he could never come back. So I thought it was more of that. So regardless of what it, regardless of the commentary around, uh, his commentary around Tony Romo, like I, who cares? But that's a big statement in regards to Dak though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's basically Larry saying, you know, he don't believe in him. Basically. You know what I'm saying? That that's a that's you know, if I'm if I'm and, and there's gonna be more guys that start speaking up like this if, if Dak and the and the and the and the Cowboys don't turn it around and uh and win. He just needs to win in the playoffs. That's what he needs. I don't think he needs to deliver a Super Bowl tomorrow, but we need to start seeing some success in the postseason. So I'm not crazy. So I'm not so I, I'm not crazy <laughs> having them in my right. <laughs> so so you so you invite in uh, Larry Fitzgerald to uh, your, your your can't trust them committee. Yeah, yes, he's on the committee. He's on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Can I give you guys a little uh, statistical insight? So at this point, and I'm only counting the years that he was active because the first two years, I guess he was uh, like learning from the bench, Tony Romo. But Dak has eight years, and the first most active eight years of uh, Tony Romo's career, his record was 63 and 45. Dak's record right now is 73 and 41. So it's it's a very good comparison. Like, as far as his winning it's, record, I'm sure he's talking more about his playoff and, like, the extended part of the season. But I'm sure I can make more comparisons here. Um, I would say Dak is probably so, a better thrower of the football, right? No, no, Tony Romo. Tony, Tony Romo yeah. was a slinger. He was slinging. Um, here, here's my thing. Like, we now know that. Well, first off, what round was uh, Dak Prescott drafted? He was drafted in the fourth round, 135th overall. So, so fourth fourth round. Saying yeah. that because there wasn't any huge expectations coming in, right? Now we're these expectations start coming in at a high level was his first year. He comes in and he did not turn the ball over a lot like Jalen hurts. Right. He threw like, like look up his first year for me. I was like 20 something uh, touchdowns, handful of interception. They're like, yo, this dude protects the ball. And he's done that for the most part throughout his career. And so now they're like, Oh, we got our guy. All right. Did, did you pull up those stats for Jalen hurts? Right. No, no, for Dak Prescott, his first year. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, I have his stats here. He had 23 TDs and four interceptions his first year in 2016. Efficient. and that, That's hella it, So that's that's what made him, you know, um, that's what put him in position to be the quarterback and then also that created some amazing commentary around him that first year. It wasn't like, oh, my goodness, look at all these amazing throws he's making. Uh, look how talented he is. It was. Yo, this dude is operating this offense at a high level and he's protecting the ball, okay? Mm -hmm. So, boom, he becomes the quarterback. And now the Dallas Cowboys' expectations is Super Bowl. The Dallas Cowboys' expectations is win it every single year. But we talk about him now eight years in. He never 
he's showing us that he's just a really good quarterback. And that's okay. But he's not Joe Burrow. He's not with those expectations coming in to win a national championship, coming in in the first round, and now you're the guy. We expect you to win the Super Bowl. Um, now we have those type of expectations on Lamar Jackson. We do on him. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, right? Like, he's not even in that category, right? So, like, when you look at the record and you look at, you know, his career, he's putting his team in position. Now it's put up or shut up, right? Now it's, you know, can Dak Prescott in the next two years win a couple of games in a postseason, potentially get us in the Super Bowl? And if he does, I think we should celebrate it. It's a really good career for this guy. The guy was drafted in the fourth round. They weren't uh, anticipating that he was going to be the guy. You know what I'm saying? They drafted him in the fourth round. Mm -hmm. Then he comes in and he, he holds it down for eight years, nine years. When it's all said and done, 10 years, it's a hell of a career. Man, now, if, awesome if, career. If, if this is Joe Burrow in year eight, year nine, I get it. Right. But I, I guess this is what comes with it. This is the business, right? Like you are the face of the Dallas Cowboys. You are the franchise player. You're the quarterback. Right. And the, the you know, everything around the Dallas Cowboys now it's on your shoulders as well. So I, I guess I, I understand it, but I also want to see the other side of it, BC, where it's like dude was drafted in the fourth round. You know, there weren't any high expectations around him, you know, and you know, there's a plenty of quarterbacks we can name that we celebrate now that didn't get it done until year eight, year nine, year 10, right? And he's just one of them. He'll be one of them if he get it done. Hey, BC, hmm. you mind uh, doing that face again you were doing? Uh, B. Nah. Man, that's the face of on. I don't trust him. Don't trust him. I just don't trust him. Can't trust him. I don't trust the cow. I don't trust the Cowboys and whatever. BC. When would you have gotten rid of Dak? Being that it is his eight year, um, he had some good years, like double digit wins and stuff like that. But like, how long would you have given him? Four years? No, I mean, six years. Listen, Dak's proven that he's a good quarterback. You know, I be talking shit. He's a good quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm just saying because you always you always speak to what have you done for me lately? Like, right. I need chips. So like, how long have you? Yeah, he's a good QB, but you could no, have moved on. No, I think on. now is the time. I think now we're getting to that time. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, I think that was the mistake that the Cowboys made with Romo, holding on to him a little bit too long when they could have been ushering in someone else. You know what I mean? It was like, how many times do you have to see the same thing over and over? You know what I mean? What's the definition of insanity? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. okay, you're just gonna keep beating a dead horse so cool they i think now it's now it's starting to get to that time where it's like okay do we do we move on and it's a hard decision because yeah like they were a very 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 good team the whole season like it's not like he's out there really stinking it up but mm -hmm. is he are you satisfied with almost are you satisfied with maybe making it there you know what i mean uh, i'm just saying for the cowboys if this was dak prescott on any other team i would say keep dak prescott ride with him he's getting you to the playoffs 
I'm just speaking specifically about the Dallas Cowboys who are supposed to be every year. Is this their year? They're supposed to. We put all of this cowboy talk. That's the, who I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So if he's yeah. not getting it done the for expectations. you, the expectations are there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if he's not getting it done for you, then, yeah, it's time to move it's, it around. So you're saying he like an MVP in Tennessee then? Yeah, if you put him in a different situation and he's playing like this, we're like, yeah, you know, Dak Prescott over in Minnesota is killing it. Like, he's good. Like 18-year career, yeah, statue like, out in he, front of the stadium. Yes, that's their yeah. quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> I get what you're saying. But you're in Dallas, and the expectation right. every year and is to Dallas win. what's Dallas' nickname? America's, America's team. team. Right? But so. but it's not, it's not, it's not that – it's not just that he's in Dallas. You can also, and this is why the conversation is heating up around Dak Prescott. Um, it's also in 2019, he threw for 5,000 yards down there, 4,900, right? Uh, 30 mm -hmm. touchdowns, 11 interceptions with a rating of 99.7. Um, the next year, he got off to a hot start, but he ended up getting hurt. That was the, uh, I believe that was the the year... Oh, was he went down with the ankle? I don't know what happened in 2020, but I, I, was that the year he fractured his 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 leg? Um, not sure there, but you know, um, 1800 yards, nine touchdowns, four interceptions. But then you go 2021, 4500 yards, QBR 104, right? And the years mm -hmm. before was just was good. You know, 2016, 3600 yards, 2017, 33. 2018, 38, right, and then 2019 was that big year. So he's he he's 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 shown us that he can be a really 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 good quarterback. So now in the conversation going into year nine is like, all right, well, if we're going to pay you all of this money. What are you going to deliver, right? And it's mm -hmm. time for him to deliver. And so last year was a big year for him, right, because he overcame a 22 year where he only threw 23 touchdowns and 15 interceptions, all right? And, and so you had the Shady McCoys out there, the world that was bashing him. So he wasn't really getting that type of heat up until last year when he was throwing all those interceptions. Mm -hmm. How did he follow that up? He followed up with an amazing offseason, and then in the training camp we were tracking. <laughs> Dak Prescott mm -hmm. threw another interception. Dak Prescott threw Two another days. in training camp, bro. It was, <laughs> un, it was insane how we were tracking him. And, and so then he goes out there this year, and the man worked his way into the MVP conversation. 4,500 yards, 36 touchdowns, nine interceptions, and the best rating that he's ever had in his eight years, 105 uh, uh, rating there, quarterback rating. So this is a really good quarterback. Mm -hmm. Now – when you go back and you watch how they lost this last game, you can't blame it all on him. Look at it. Okay. Where was the defense? You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I get it because it's the quarterback. You know, when you win, they get all the glory. When they lose, they're going to get all the drama, right? So this is what comes with it. But if we really peel back these layers and you really break it down, it's like the Dallas Cowboys have a really good quarterback. Yeah. And it's hard to find really good quarterbacks, a quarterback that can hold it down for eight, nine, ten years. Now the pressure is just changing. Now the conversation is changing. It's like, all right, Dak, thank you for getting us this far. But now it's time for us to go win the big one. 
And I think I keep, and this is, I'm taking the storyline out of it, BC, because mm-hmm. I, I know what you're going to say. I already hear you already, but I'm taking it away. Okay. Okay. Just Dallas Cowboys, where do they stand today going into this offseason? Okay. Are they in a good position or a bad position? Because there's some teams that have a lot of gaps mm-hmm. and holes that they need to fill. There's some teams that's yeah. like, y'all don't have a fucking chance. Right. Okay. But where are they where are they at today going into the offseason? I would say they're top tier team. They are. They're in a good position. They're in a good position. They they're in a good position. position. So like, you know, Dak, let's see what he does with it. Let's see what he does with it. This is a big year for him. And um we'll see how much he gets paid, if they pay him. Mm-hmm. Um but I but I like where they stand. I do. I just want to add this to the conversation, but Dak was number two. In MVP voting, but right behind Lamar Jackson, and also five in Offensive Player of the Year voting. So, you know, he, he stood out a little bit this year, even though I know we always going to point out the interceptions and stuff. But, guys, moving because forward. Because that's all you want. Like, bro, like, think about it. Like, I, I, uh-huh. just, I guess because I've seen the other side of it, and it's even a conversation that we have with Coach McCarthy, and I just think the Dallas Cowboys are just a, in a it's – a, it's a unique – organization in history right and a lot of it jerry built this right and that's why they make it make so much damn money and the value of this franchise is where it's at right but like i played 13 years and of course i say this whenever i talk about myself but 13 years and i never made it to the playoffs and for me all i wanted was an opportunity Right. So when you think about McCarthy and Dak Prescott, like they're 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 in position, they're in position and event like you're, it's not always going to go your way. You know, there's a hell Brady went a couple of years without winning a Super Bowl. Right. And Patrick Mahomes going to go a couple of years without winning a Super Bowl or being in the Super Bowl. Right. But you made it in the playoffs. How do you get better next year? How do we avoid, you know, that disappointment the next time we get our chance? You know, I had 17 quarterbacks throw me a ball, and I would say I would ha- I would gladly take Dak Prescott as my quarterback. I would. Mm-hmm. Now, is he the best out there? No, but like I'd rather have him than freaking, you know, some of these uh, Zach Wilson. You know, look at these franchises yeah. drafting quarterbacks, and it's like they they just miss. Look at these franchises that keep firing, hiring, and firing coaches. They keep missing. Mm-hmm. So. The Dallas Cowboys story is like, of course, it's just like when you're going to win a big one. That's it. But this is a really good football team. The Dallas Cowboys are in they're, a good position. They're a good regular season team. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is a regular you season. Just like this is this and is what danced they all over your point. Season. <laughs> they haven't showed anything in the playoffs, B. Like they haven't showed they haven't even showed anything in the playoffs. And I, I like, you know, what you said about, you know, you never made it to the playoffs and stuff like that, but Imagine that you did make it to the playoffs. Then you're not going to be satisfied with that. You you would have made the playoffs every year, and your thing would have been, damn, I keep I getting here. To, yeah, I keep getting to the playoffs. I want to get to the chip. I'm trying to get to the bowl right. game. You know what I mean? Your, your, your expectations get higher. So, yeah, making it there is a big accomplishment and everything like that, but he's not – when they get there, they just underperform. Like they don't – 
they don't do it so as a team. Have it's the not same just the conversation with Joe Burrow five years from now if he doesn't make it back to the Super Bowl. I mean, he made it to the Super Bowl. Is that enough that Joe Burrow just made it to one? But what if he doesn't win one in the next five or six years? Are we going to have that same conversation around him? Not the same, but definitely similar. Similar, yeah. It's, it's going to be a similar conversation. Yeah, you made it to the Super Bowl. Okay, so uh, six now, years ago, right? Now we need you. To, uh, <laughs> we we never made it back. So yeah. what's wrong there? You know what I mean? If they continue to get to the playoffs, AFC Championship game, stuff like that, then it's like, all right, cool. You just keep running up against Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? Barkley kept running up against. Michael Jordan, like that, you know, it was just a time where it just wasn't your time. So we, I can accept that from Joe Burrow if he's like just continues to just knock on the door, knock on the door. But hey, Mahomes keeps sh shutting that door in your ass. That's that's a little different. Mm -hmm. But if you're not even getting in the driveway, you're not even. No, they're not even letting you in the gated community, bro. Right, like you can't even <laughs> get inside the community. Yeah, but. <clears throat> what about Andrew Luck? Mm -hmm. I'm saying that just, I just, I just like, it's just our conversation sometimes, man. Be wild around sports and athletes. Andrew Luck comes in with huge expectations on him. Mm -hmm. 2012, right? They go 11 and 5. 2013, 11 and 5. 2014, 11 and 5. Didn't win a big one. 2015 beat up two two and five. 2016 eight and seven. 2017 down. 2018 ten and six. Right. So he played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. Right. Like I just think I just think man the Cowboys. It's 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 the stories that we're all creating around them, but if I'm Dak and I'm those guys in that locker room, I'm looking at it for what it is. We're a really good team. We're in position. Don't panic. Don't listen to all the noise outside. Look, we we found we got our coach, right? Because they had uh, Jason Garrett, right? For mm -hmm. how long? That was that's that's part oh, of the reason God. why they didn't get it done was because of him. Right. He held on him too long. Right. But then you go get McCarthy, which I didn't think was a great hire. But since he's been there outside of year one, he's done a great job. 12 and 5, 12 and 5, 12 and 5. Right, Woo? That's his record the last three yeah. years? Yeah, last three. Right. Like, you got your guy. And it hasn't happened for you guys. You got your quarterback. The boy just threw 30-something touchdowns handful of picks, 4,500 yards, second in MVP voting. Don't panic. Nobody panic. You, you know All right, Jerry Jones, game. don't panic. Now, go make your moves. Have a sense of urgency, like he said. Go make a move before the trade deadline, whether you need it or not. You just want to add more firepower. Mm -hmm. You want more, you know, more depth. Go make your move. Be I I have to say this, but I feel like his name's going to change from Dak Prescott to Dak Marino. I think he's going to have a great career, but I don't know if he's getting a chip. Yeah. Potentially. No, listen, Might potentially. Dak Marino. Potentially. 
But but what's the alternative at the head coaching position? Who do you go get? Like, I mean, is Bill Belichick is going to make it better? There's people out there. I don't know. Belichick, Vrabel, whatever. Well, I'm with other you, B. Guy that I think McCarthy is the guy. I don't think McCarthy I'm with is the guy. BC, too. I don't think <laughs> Dak is the guy. <laughs> I don't think McCarthy is the guy. But I think, Jerry, like you said, don't panic. Okay, we're not going to panic. This is your last year. McCarthy. I'm not. You're not getting another dollar out of me until I see <laughs> see something. <laughs> Dak, I don't see you, Dak, this year. You're gone. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. next year is the because there was so much hype and expectations, and they just thought. I think Jerry deep down even thought like, yeah, we might get it done this year. We're we're looking great, bro. Remember he was crying in that post game speech, bro. <laughs> flamed out. You know what I mean? Flamed out. So I listen. He probably went home, thought about it good. It was like, ah, okay, this is the last one more year. One more year with these two. One more right, so year with these two fuckers. <laughs> Why well, see Jerry Jones in front of a fire with a they, with a shot of whiskey saying that? Listen, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Let, let, just be clear here before we move on, we push it forward. They're not the only teams. I'm just thinking about if I'm the owner of this team, and you know that it's hard to win a Super Bowl, hard to make it to a Super Bowl. But I'm seeing my team in position every single year. I'm saying we, we're doing a great job, right? Because let's look at it. What about the Buffalo Bills when last time they won it? Let's go through the NFL really quickly. Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, you got the Patriots, the Jets. You rather be the Jets? Last time they were there. Shit, Joe Namath in the 60s or something like that. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, done a great job. Cincinnati Bengals, in position. Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers, Houston Texans, the Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars, the Tennessee Titans, Denver Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs, the Raiders, the Chargers. So that's the AFC there. Like, now you got NFC. And the NFC East start there, Dallas Cowboys, the Giants, the Eagles, the Commanders, the Chicago Bears, the Detroit Lions, the Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings. As I'm calling these teams out, I just want us to think about, like, what's their story, right? You know, when we start comparing, like, looking at the Dallas Cowboys, we understand the story around them and, and, and the pressure and the expectations. And a lot of it they put on themselves, but if I'm a player, you know, or if you guys put yourself in this position, like, as fans, like, would I rather be on the Dallas Cowboys or would I rather have the situations of these other teams, I the rather, Minnesota Vikings? I'd rather be on the New York Giants. We win one at least every decade. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time for the Cowboys, so I'd rather just be on the time. New York Giants. So let me ask you this question, NBC. <laughs> we always do this with you. Um would you rather have the Dallas Cowboys situation right now or the Giants situation right now? If I'm taking, <laughs> if, if I'm taking the fandom out of it, because uh, I mean Take it the, the fan in me is I'm riding with the Giants regardless. So okay, yeah, for sure. Cowboys yeah, do. yeah. This is just but, you um, are you are a player. You are you are a free agent. I'm the, a free the agent. The NFL the NFL new league year starts in the month. You can go to the Giants or you can go to the Cowboys. <sighs> I'm a free agent right now. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hey, sit down with the Giants. You can hold out. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go sit down with the Giants. Hey, look, if I'm if I'm looking at it like this, where I need to go secure my bag, who's paying me more? First of all, because if the Giants is paying me more, you're at the end of your career. I'm going to go get you that made. <laughs> you made 150. You got two years left. You want to win the Super Bowl? That's it. Two years left. I want to win the Super Bowl. Recent history tells me that the Giants <laughs> is the team that go yeah, with. boy. <laughs> You know, most recent history told me that the Giants have a better chance. <laughs> but that if I'm looking, hate Dallas. but if, I, if I'm looking for the present time, yes, <laughs> Dallas is presently more is better constructed, um, on paper, to go to the Super Bowl. Paper champs, the paper champions. I will go with the paper champions. But if the, if the money wasn't right now, I'm going to New York. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> I love how you say true. <laughs> Guys, let's go ahead and, and do a little fit check real quick. We love the fits. Um, but I don't, I want to get you guys' opinion on a new fit collection by Tiger Woods. It's called Sunday Red. Um, right now, all I see is a lot of like polos and some shoes. Not much has come out. But this is his new brand. As we know, he just got through a contract with uh, Nike. And this 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 new logo he has, I, I'm assuming it's all golf wear. But I love the logo. I think the logo is really dope. Yeah. But what do you guys think about his new brand, Sunday Red? I, I think it's dope. I th I, that logo, though, I don't know. Puma might have a problem with him. But um, I was thinking Puma and Lacoste. <laughs> yeah, Puma might, they might come want to talk with Tiger. But, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, though, I think it's dope. Um, I think this is big for golf. Uh, just him stepping away and just get and big for Tiger Woods. Shit. He's just going to mm -hmm. step away from one of the, if not, you know, the biggest apparel, sports apparel, Nike. Go make his own thing. Take his $2 billion that he made Nike. <laughs> Take his two yeah, billion dollars right? and go build his own thing. Like that's, I think that's that's big. I think it's huge, and it's probably going. I think it's, it's a missed opportunity well. for Tiger. Miss? I think I think it, it, it's a it's a missed opportunity. Like everything that you guys said, like I agree with. Like the 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 logo is dope, right? Like they they can be successful. They can you know they can win, but you know as a entrepreneur, which Tiger is always making cool investments doing some cool things it's like you had an opportunity to go like to east side golf there's a couple up and coming golf brands cultural brands that would have been that would have made much more sense with tiger behind it right mm -hmm. you're talking about competing uh against like who in this golf space right like when you think about apparel is there any company out there that you're like, oh, yeah, this is the brand that I have to wear when I'm on the golf course. You know, Nike already checked out. Mm -hmm. uh, they obviously have some stuff, but, you know, they're not, like, trying to get after it. There's one. Why, why are you suggesting he joins someone versus, isn't this his own company? Yeah. Well, he partnered with uh, TaylorMade, right, on this. So, yes, you know, obviously um, he, he, he's building this from scratch, but there's some really cool, like I like what's happening in the golf space around apparel, but yeah. where, where I see the people really winning and making the best moves is like Eastside golf, right? Like there's some up and coming 
cultural brands. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need another sophisticated brand out there, which, you know, it seems like, and we, I don't know, we'll see, but like Sunday red, like, let me go to it now. Sunday red already have 133,000 followers, but like, I don't need another golf, you know, traditional golf brand. Yeah. You know, I think the brands that are winning right now where golf is going is where it's cool. They have the cool factor. They're bringing the cultural elements to it. So I would have enjoyed seeing Tiger invest and put his, you know, his brand behind someone like a Eastside Golf. Yeah, I get you. I think it's good. I mean, who's bigger? Who's who's a bigger name or draw in golf than Tiger Woods? Like he can go. Similar to kind of like what we were saying yesterday with the Yeezy and he can go kind of do his own thing. Not that he doesn't. Yeah, it's great to partner with an Adidas and stuff like that. But he's the one who's who's moving the, the culture. He's the one who's getting people to get out there and stand in line. Not not Adidas. So I think it's kind of like here. Obviously, you know, he's had a really long, profitable relationship with Nike. But I think, you know, Tiger doing his thing. He. If he embraces the culture, the way golf is getting more into like right. hip hop culture and stuff like that, if he embraces that yeah. along with this brand, I think it's great. I think it's great if he embraces that and kind of like, you know, takes that and, and ushers in this new golf apparel time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think it could be really good. Man, um, Go ahead, B. We will see. the 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 logo is dope, though. I'm, I am I, <laughs> I am like looking the at the logo. It, it is. is dope. It is. Have, okay, let me ask you real quick, guys, because I've never seen this. You see the red polo where the logo's under the buttons? Have we seen what? The, he has one red polo. It's like a three button polo, but the logo is under the buttons. Yeah. What do you guys think about it? I've never seen. Where did you see there. that at? Uh, it's one of the more common shirts if you look up the brand. It's just a regular plain yes, uh, short sleeve red polo, but the logo is under the button. It's like under the buttons, not to the side. Normally, the logo is on like the chest plate. So I was just wondering what y'all thought oh, about I that. Oh, I see it. I see it. I see it. I've just never seen that before. Yeah, no, that's cool. What else do we have in the news? Anything else came up before I want to put? I want to push. Uh, I want to push it forward. Like two early predictions. I want to okay. go through the NFL uh, in each division, and I want to get y'all thoughts. Everybody has to pick a winner. Who's going to win the division? But I don't know if there's any other cool news out there before we dive into two early predictions. No, who will win? Good to go. The division. Let's do some two. You already do that now. You want to do that now? Yeah, yeah let's, let's do, do it. it. All right, here we go. We're going to start in the AFC East. AFC East, you have the Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, the New York football Jets, starting with Andrew, then we'll go BC, and then I'll, as the football expert, I will uh, cap it off. So, Andrew, who will win the division next year? I'm going to call in the AFC East, and I normally wouldn't do this, but I have a great feeling about it, Miami. Hmm. And y'all know I would not pick Miami on normal circumstances. <laughs> I'm gonna go, go with Buffalo. Okay. That's who won the division last time. 
Well, depending so, on what the great pick. what happens with Diggs too, though. But yeah, I'm, I'll go with Buffalo too early prediction. Let's see what B got. <laughs> Did you guys forget that Aaron Rodgers is in the division? Aaron Rodgers is. <laughs> we, so we're gonna have a top five. You talking about old man AA Ron? So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A Rod, A Ron, A Ron, you're you gonna have a top five defense and A Rod, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is coming back, please. So the New York Football Jets will win the AFC East, which is interesting. BC, you have Buffalo, Andrew, you have the Miami Dolphins, and you um, have the Jets, B. and I have the Jets. All right, all right. Going? Let's we got go to AFC, the AFC North. North. AFC North, Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, let me tee this up for you guys. Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, they manhandled that division. Now, they had a weaker Cincinnati Bengals because they had a banged up Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow started the year off with a calf, then came in, and it was, what, 100 yards? Did he throw 90 for 90 yards in the first game or something wild like that? Mm. And they picked up steam. But then he got hurt. Cleveland Browns, what's going to happen there, right? Um, they make it to the playoffs. They had a strong, strong, strong finish. Um, this is a really good team, top five defense. Now, Deshaun, now they're going from this ground and pound type offense, and I think they're going to open it up. So will we see a better Deshaun Watson, um, which makes that division even stronger if he can come in and be what he was in Houston. Pittsburgh. Can't bet against Tomlin, especially if he goes to get a quarterback. Can he get a Justin Fields? Will he get a Russell Wilson? And if he does, what's going to happen there? So, Andrew, who is going to win the AFC North this new season? Because, you know, we just finished Super Bowl. Like, we're already doing That's why it's called too early prediction. B, the way you wrote that down, this this is actually a tougher division than I thought. Mm -hmm. Um. My heart want to say Baltimore, or my mind want to say Baltimore. Damn, this is a good division. Um, I'm going to say Baltimore. I'm going to go with Baltimore on this one. I'm going to go with Baltimore on this one. Okay. Damn, Joe Burrow is the only, like, that's the only thing. If Joe Burrow's healthy every game... I think I'm going. BC, you get antsy. What you? Who you go with? I'm going with the Bengals. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Next year. Joe Cool, huh? Yeah, if he stays in, I can't remember how that. I don't know how that defense is, but hold on, if, B. If did Baltimore lose their strong, DC? They did. Ooh. Doesn't matter though. I'm gonna still go they with. Always Baltimore. lose their defensive coordinators. Yeah, I'm still go with Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. And who, Listen, who guys, with? the Pittsburgh Steelers, they win a division. They win a division because you got Mike Tomlin. You're going to have a strong defense. I love that wide receiver over there. Probably my – my. I, that, he's going to turn into my favorite wide receiver. That boy George um, Pickens, right? Yeah. NFL's uh, young boy? Yeah, NFL young boy. <laughs> um, they're going to go get Russell Wilson. And Russell is going to be everything they need to get that team back into the playoffs and also scary. So I understand. Yeah, Lamar, that's a really good pick there. The Baltimore Ravens, how can you not, you know, pick 
the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. But too early prediction, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers winning this division, led by Russell Wilson. You like it? I like it. I'm glad nope. we're not picking the same teams. Nope. AFC South. What do you got, BC? I said nope. <laughs> nope. AFC South. You got the Houston Texans, the Indianapolis Colts, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Tennessee Titans. You guys know already who I'm going to pick. You already know who I'm rocking with I here. Know. I think it's unanimous. But we're going to stay in our order. We're going to go with Andrew. Then we're going to go with BC. Little T here. Indianapolis Colts. Remember, they go out there and get Anthony Richardson, kid from Florida. We didn't know who he was going to be. He didn't have like this amazing college career. But he had a phenomenal, phenomenal combine, phenomenal yeah, pro did. day, and all of his workouts. A freak, 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 yeah. freak. Okay, comes out and he does an amazing job. The Indianapolis Colts supposed to be in a rebuild year, but look at how they played ball last year. Really strong. He got hurt, messed up his shoulder, so he'll have uh, a clean bill of health coming into next year. This is going to be a scary team. Chris Ballard. Uh, great general manager. You know, he's always putting his teams in position. Jacksonville Jaguars, you know what they have down there. You know, mm -hmm. can they uh, can they actually get over the hump, right? They're right there. And then the Tennessee Titans, they go find a new coach. Um, they, they seem to like uh, Will Levitz, if I said his last name correctly. Um, interesting here. So, and the Houston Texans, who would have thought the Houston Texans would have went from worst to best? Absolutely. Andrew Wu, who will win the AFC South. All right. Let me give a little explanation so y'all don't just jump on jump on me or nothing like that. But I think my the way I'm looking at this division is I'm gonna go in order. I see CJ Stroud. Something's telling me sophomore slump. I think Jacksonville is my pick. I believe Trevor Lawrence, after watching this season, has potential. I'm going to say with Anthony Richardson, he's still going to need more time. And when it comes to Tennessee, yes, they have Will, but same situation almost as Indiana, Indianapolis. So my pick is Jacksonville Jaguars. I want to see Trevor Lawrence on the offense and Josh Allen on the defense. Okay. Mm. You know, I'm pissed off that you would say my boy would have a sophomore slump. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. But, you know, I got to respect you know, your take. And so it is what it is. All right. I'm going Appreciate with Houston. It. I'm going with Houston and CJ, man. I seen it. I seen it. You synced it? He's coming. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> so Okay, hey, so that's two for Houston. That's the first time we've chosen the same team. Bro, this is their second year. Not just CJ. I think y'all are this... underestimating them Jaguars, though. Nah, well, you up. had your time. You had your take. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now it's our turn. Okay. My boy BC. <laughs> <Go Houston. laughs> he went with the Texans and now it's, and I'm going with the Texans. And it's their second year together. This head coach, this quarterback, even a young wide receiver, Tank Dell. They did this in their first year going from worse. They were worse. They were the last team in the AFC South last year. And they turned it around. They made it to the playoffs. Brother. Like, I'm telling you right now, this is a scary team. They have it in all three phases. You know, they're going to they're gonna have more depth next year, more experience. I have the Houston Texans winning this division. But I also 
We also need to pay attention to the Houston Texans next year because they could be that team. Like CJ could be that guy that keeps them from doing a, a three peat. The mm-hmm. Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. telling you, this is a, this is this is now this is a team that we shouldn't we should not only be watching to win a division, but could make a lot of noise in the AFC next year. AFC West, the Denver Broncos. What's happening there? Coach Payton and Russell Wilson clash. Kansas City Chiefs, can a three P, the Las Vegas Raiders, Antonio Pierce. What did he say? He told he said no. They shouldn't be worried about us. And then the Los Angeles Chargers, they bring in Jim Harbaugh. Can he be the guy? Mm. It takes all this production and this amazing quarterback and these amazing pieces on defense, bring it together and potentially find themselves in an AFC championship game or a Super Bowl. Could that happen? Andrew, who do you have winning the AFC West? Is it the Denver Broncos? Could they be the team? Could it be the Raiders? Or are you going to go with the Chiefs, the easy answer? What are you going to do? I'm going Chargers, baby. I'm picking the Chargers because right now I do not believe that if if and this is based off of Russ leaving Denver. If Russ leaves Den- Denver, I don't think the Raiders or the Broncos are going to have great QB situations. And Kansas is going to have a mark on their head. No one's going to want to see them 3P. It's never been done. They're going to fight them. They're going to play them the hardest. They're going to try to sack Mahomes on every single play. And I think that the weapons are there for Justin Herbert. I think his skill is there. And this is the last part of this, uh, this, 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 this I don't want to say dynasty, but the unity of this team being able to take over this division. I'm calling it Los Angeles Chargers. Mm. You like what you like what he's saying right hey, there. Hey, look at BC. He he might agree with me. Mm. No, nah, it was compelling. It was a compelling argument. But no, I'm going with Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, BC. The Mahomes effect is real. Them boys is coming out playing with purpose. Um, if they, th- this was probably the worst that I've seen. The worst them of them playing season wise as far as like you know how they were playing and all of that if they go out there and they get any type of new pieces forget about it i'm going yeah. they they come they coming right back they coming right back no nfl team has ever won three consecutive super bowls thanks andrew in Never. fact no team in NFL history has even reached the Super Bowl stage after winning two championships in a row. The Chiefs will look to make history when they defend their Super Bowl title in 2024. You know, the closest we ever got was probably the Bills. Because they they went four times in a row. They just never won. Right. The closest anyone ever Listen, it's happening next year. We're (laughs) we're going to witness history. It's happening next year. The Chiefs not only are going to win the AFC West, but they're going to win the Super Bowl again. They're going to be better. They're going to have a better team. They just need to stay healthy. That's all they need to do, right? Stay healthy. Get a couple weapons in a draft, maybe in free agency, and they'll be fine. So I have the AFC West champs as the Kansas City Chiefs, which I think the majority will pick them. Let's go to the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys, New York football giants, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Washington Commanders. I'm sorry, B, I got to cut you. I think we we probably have to to skip that one. 
Why would the NFC East? What do you think me and BC picking? I think y'all gonna go with the Dallas <laughs> BC's gonna go with the Dallas Cowboys and you're gonna go with the Eagles. Jesus. Yeah, right. You know when it comes to the NFC East, I'm not using sensible decisions. Too early predictions. That's Gi- fine. The Giants. Giants. They are the surprise team. They come out there. They win a couple of big games early. The defense looks stout. They go on a little, you know, light run, a little five in a row. They're going to be looking good. Mm. Yeah. They'll be right there at the top of the at the top Saquon, of the Saquon MVP voting. You know, I won't go that far, but <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna say that they're gonna put a good product on the field. They're gonna get it together, and they're gonna be a, a surprise team. Everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, the Giants from last year picked up where they left off and had the hot ending." And blah, 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 blah. yeah, that part. G men. Saquon Barkley, y'all boy Saquon Barkley ends up with the Dallas Cowboys, and Dallas Cowboys wins the NFC East, uh, and it's not even close. Damn, just want to put my heart. Keep he's telling gonna, y'all that. He's gonna but go listen, to the Cowboys. If Dayball didn't lose his DC because they played really good D his first year, mm-hmm. if he didn't lose his DC, Wink Martindale, um, I would say that you guys sound like real football heads and not fans. But it's just too much to overcome, right? You got your quarterback situation is murky, right? You don't have a playmaker outside, which you can get in the draft or in free agency for sure. Um, But then on the defensive side, you're not stout. You're not tough there. So – I think it's too much to overcome for the Giants. So I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. And now we're going to move on to the NFC North. Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers, and the Minnesota Vikings. Interesting division. Um, Detroit, biting off kneecaps. You know, they made it to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They made it to, what, the NFC Championship? And they didn't get it done. Can they make it, find themselves back in the NFC Championship? What do you say, Andrew? No, I'm calling Green Bay on this one. I saw a lot in that game with Jordan Love against Dallas. Um, I think he's done a lot to prove himself. And I also probably am in the camp that I believe a little bit of what Dan Campbell is saying. It's going to be really hard for them to get back there. Mm. But I am a fan. It's a very close second for Detroit for me because I do like the players. Jameer Gibbs, Amon St. Ramon. I think Goff did his thing. uh, Laporta. He was a rookie tight end, and he killed it this year. Potential to probably really good. be the next Kelsey. So there's a lot behind Detroit, but I just think they got a better quarterback in Jordan Love, and he's going to make it happen. Okay, two early predictions. It's your choice, your prerogative. BC, mm-hmm. who's winning it? Who's winning the NFC North? What is your two early prediction here? Ah, man. Green Bay makes a really good case. But I think I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. They'll get back. They'll they'll be at the top of the, the NFC North. They'll do their thing. Dan Campbell will have them back in tip-top shape. You know, they'll lose a couple games here and there. Green Bay is going to be tough on their heels, but I think Detroit ends up on top. Listen, for me, if the Chicago Bears keep Justin Fields, they win a division. If 
Mm. They don't, then I'm going with the Detroit Lions. I loved how this team showed up those last six, seven games of the season. Really tough team. And I think that uh, the team will rally around Justin um, and they'll get it done. Do, do you believe that is my Caleb too early prediction? Say that again. Do you believe Caleb can't get it done if they do draft Caleb Williams? No, he could potentially. Yeah, he can get it done, but it's the first year. Will I mean, he be an, another CJ Stroud type? I, I don't know. Um, I know with Justin, they can. I believe they can. Just a, a unknown for me with the rookie quarter rookie quarterback coming in. It's a lot. Look at you know down in Carolina, right? They go draft their guy number one overall, and you know they look like trash. Yeah. So you yeah, never know. Really bad. You never. You just never know. But let's move on to the NFC South. We got two more divisions left. We got the NFC South and we got the NFC West. Yes, so sir. let's do a two-minute drill for these last two before we end this show. We have the Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, the New Orleans Saints, and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Wow. Baker Mayfield, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Who would have thought would have found their guy in him? Andrew, who's going to win the NFC South? Atlanta Falcons, who's going to be their quarterback? Carolina Panthers, can they get their young quarterback on track? New Orleans Saints, what the hell is going on in New Orleans? And the Tampa Bay Bucks, who you got? I'm going to immediately off the top say right now I'm not – looking at new orleans or uh carolina uh todd bowles that that's who's really making this a hard decision for me i do want to say atlanta but i don't really like their quarterback situation so i'm gonna go with tampa hey bc in the booth i'm gonna go with the a i'm gonna go with atl new coach Mm -hmm. They'll figure it out. They'll get. They'll plug somebody in there that's gonna go in there, and 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 they already got their running back. So, yeah, we're gonna throw it up and say Atlanta. Uh, the the Falcons got Raheem Morris, right? Yeah. Is their head coach? Yeah, yeah. New coach, new culture, new quarterback. Justin Russ, whoever they go with, they're gonna win a division. That division was trash last year, right? Um, Carolina, I think, them. yeah, Atlanta's going to be a team uh, next year for sure. With Raheem Morris, I believe in him. Now let's go to the NFC West. You got Arizona Cardinals. You got, you know, Kyle Kyler Murray. What's his name? Kyler Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler. What's his name? Kyler Murray. Kyler. 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 Kyler Murray. Los Angeles Rams, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Seattle Seahawks. NFC West, guys, who's going to win this division? San Fran. San no Fran. Left. Mm. Just San Fran. It's not even going to be close, Andrew? N- not close. They have way too many weapons. I mean, the closest would be the Rams, like a Puka, but I really think that San Fran's going to run this division next year with all the weapons. Mm. Brock Purdy, 30 air. Come on. Yeah. It's going to be close like it is this year. They were 12 and 5, and the Rams were 10 and 7. It's going to be really shock, close, though. Shock the world, BC. Who's going to win in division? Mm. Shock the world. Say it. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, the 49ers is looking tough, man. <laughs> the 40, looking like the 49ers is going to be back there at the top of the division. However, uh, those Rams, I don't know. I think those Rams are going to be right there, too. So let's do it this way before we end the show. 
who's going to be in second place? That should have been the question for this. <laughs> the Rams. Rams. Yeah, I say the Rams, too. Yeah, the Rams. Hey, listen, guys. Amazing show today. Um, you know, always good talking ball, but, you know, now it's time to push forward, right? So we'll start diving into some too early predictions and talking about this situation, that situation. You got combine coming up. You have the draft. You have free agency. So there's a, a lot of football left to talk about, but we have to wait months, a long time to be watching football on Sunday and talking about these games. But all right, it is what it is. This is B. Marshall, Andrew out west. You got BC in a booth. And this is Faction Talk, Channel 103, Paper Route. See y'all tomorrow. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work.